0: Again, back again, back again, ladies and gentlemen. It is a month edition of the Sunday card here on Sports Country Radio. Dance and Pano, Chris Rasm, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silver. So excited to get back to business. It has been a rough couple of weeks. I'm not gonna lie to you. We've had a couple of weeks in a row now where just we just can't seem to get out of the get out of the losing way. And, and I think because we started off so hot. I think now we've gotten out of our losing mode, and we're going to get back to making you a little bit of uh, you know the Ace Jack Queen King Ace type of thing Ten Jack King King Ace. That is going to happen this week. I feel fantastic about week eleven. Maddie and Chris, great to see you again. How are we doing, Matt?
1: You feel great about week eleven. I have to say, th- things are on a downslope for me. Is is like you know one of those you know twenty twenty can't get any worse. I mean, it's coronavirus quarantine. We make it through the election. And now I hit a cold spell in the NFL. I mean, come on. Like, what, what more is this world going to throw at me? I mean, two, one, and four weeks in a row. So we just got to get better.
0: Literally, you. it's not going to be hard. It shouldn't be that hard to get better from where we're at. Like, it shouldn't be. It's fair.
1: So, just got to uh, hit a couple.
0: You know, there's only, there's only a couple places, and that place, those places are up. So, Chris, how are we, my friend? You look great with the mask.
2: Oh thank you. S- sitting at my my wonderful That's university, uh doing doing some grad school stuff earlier tonight. But uh you know, I feel all right. Uh it was a rough it was a rough Sunday when it came to the, the betting world. But Raiders are looking great. Six and three going into well, if it gets played, uh, potentially a, a huge probably the biggest game between the Raiders and Chiefs in quite a while on Sunday night.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Me and you go two and three last week, Matty, another one and four week. But the one and four happened to be the one that I went against Matty on with the Panthers, and he got the Bucks. So that really sticks in my craw. And it was uh, the
1: only really good one of the week.
0: <laughs> a lot of a, lot of a lot of bad beats, though. A lot of bad or a couple bad beats. Real quick, the Kyler Murray play. I mean, you cannot get worse on both sides because if you had Bills money line, you got screwed, and if you had Cardinals minus two and a half with the no extra point. I mean, that was one of the most just classic, it'll live in, in gambling war for all time.
2: Well, you know, uh, it, it's funny. I would love to get on a live shot of anyone that had the Arizona money line and then anyone that had the Buffalo money line. <laughs> because the, the sheer emotion before that play happened and then after that would be a very stark contrast um, but I, as, as someone that just had the over in that game, it was great to watch, and it I hit on that. Yeah, it hit perfectly. I think it actually hit before that, even then. Um, but I mean, that was just awesome to watch. I mean, freaking DeAndre Hopkins threw three defenders, and, and pretty, pretty. You know, we got Jordan Poyer, and there was one of the better safeties in the league too. Uh, I just want to know why Buffalo had so many more people, defenders in the middle of the field, worrying about those short routes. You've got DeAndre Hopkins, who you can argue is the best hands in the NFL. You know, you just put all 10 guys on DeAndre Hopkins and leave one guy to roam the field in the middle. You
0: don't want you don't want them to get a first down on that point, Chris.
2: (laughs) You don't want them padding their stats at all. (laughs) But well, I mean, they had three guys on him. Like, what else? No, of, of course, of course. You know, I mean, you know, nine times, you know, 99 times out of 100, that play's not going to be made. Uh, but still, you know,
0: you, you should have had more guys. Yeah, no doubt. It's crazy. Uh, yes. I,
1: I think that 99 times out of 100 is a lot lower with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I think that. <laughs> That is why you tax your entire franchise and you give up all of David Con- uh, David uh, Johnson's contract to get a DeAndre Hopkins uh, on your team for your young starting uh, quarterback. Um, I mean, not many guys in the league make that play.
0: We're going to look back on that trade and and just that one of the most highway robbery – we already do. But the, I know. the most highway robbery trades of all time. Um, other one, oh, the, I am – like Nick Chubb is dead to me. He is dead. Oh. He is so – I am so pissed at every Georgia running back that's ever come out of that school now. I mean, gurley a couple years ago, him today, you add Sony Michelle to that list for me. Like I he is dead. He is six feet under, just buried for what that is shameful absolutely shameful what he just did but for what with that in mind i can't call it a bad beat because it should have really never even come down to that but oh that made me so mad i've never been more angry
1: especially with going out of bounds he didn't even quite do the right play like you're supposed to go down you're supposed to lay down on the lawn you stop the clock like it's supposed to be over like so he didn't do it right but you know yeah that was (laughs) man he is like public entity number one
2: on twitter
0: no, I, no like, only, I just lost, lost my breath, like, seeing that happen. I just could not believe that that happened.
2: Not only did that hurt me with my pick last week, I also have Nick Chubb on my fantasy team. <laughs> uh, so, I, I mean, granted, you know, the 65-yard run is is helpful, of course, but adding the extra six points onto that would have helped me out a bit. Um, and it's like, I want to be bad at the guy, but I'm like, he made the right play. He doesn't care about That's- us. He doesn't care about – you have anyone that had uh, Cincinnati or whatever. Um, who did they play in that game? Well, uh, Texans.
0: Texans. Texans.
2: And he, everyone who had Houston at plus three and a half is,
0: is, is in love with Nick Chubb right now. I mean, he just saved their bacon. I don't know anybody. I didn't see anybody on Twitter that had the Texans. Nobody. Nope. 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 All the Browns, all the Browns backers
2: were uh, were loud and proud. There's that one guy on I mean, the like Utah who's put like probably like a hundred dollars on the Texans just because know oh, what he's doing. But plus, yeah, Dan, you make a good point. I mean, it, Cleveland shouldn't have even let them get into that, especially with how horrendous Houston has been against the run, right? And the rushing attack that Cleveland has. I mean, I, Nick Chubb did have a great day. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, they, that shouldn't have been nearly as close as it was. The defense played fine, but again, that offense. I, you know, it's then one week they'll go up and put up 45 points, and then they have another week like this where they can barely sniff the end zone.
0: Honestly, you could say that about both of those teams. You could That's say right. that about the Texans. You could say that about the Browns. You just, I mean, you just don't know. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Uh, one more thing before I get to the picks. Are the Pats back? <laughs> well, yes. The answer is yes. Shut up. The answer is yes. We're back. <laughs> well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell
2: you what. They they definitely saved their season. That's for darn sure. So if they lost, it would have been done. But now they're sitting at four and five. What's going to be tough I mean you've got Miami playing really quite well you've got you know Buffalo is obviously playing well as we just talked about they've got a really bad beat on Sunday but you know you've got you know if they win Sunday they go to five and five you have you know if Las Vegas loses if Miami loses they then drop to um, six and four things are a little interesting the Patriots also have that tiebreaker over the Raiders that could come into play at some point so they kept their season alive now I, I don't think they have the, the horses to do it. But this Sunday, they are playing that very same Houston team who has, like I said, a very bad rushing, att- uh, rushing defense. So Damien Harris probably should have 150 yards and all of a sudden the Patriots win, go 5-5. Five and five. Uh, You know, who knows what happens. I wouldn't put any money on the Patriots going back to the playoffs. Uh, but it would be very Patriots for them to just make everyone pissed off again be like, yep, we're still in the playoffs. <laughs>
0: Uh, I feel great. I feel, And not only the Raiders, but also the tiebreaker over the Dolphins and now the Ravens. Have so, you guys played the Bills yet? Uh, we did once and we lost, but we play them oh, again uh, week 16 on Monday night. So uh, big. Boy. That'll be
2: big. Day day. that's also Raiders-Dolphins is that week 16 as well. Ooh,
0: that's that's a very big that's week. A big Holy week. Cow, that's a really big week. Uh, let's make a pick, shall we? Let's do it. Let's take the first one. Um we're gonna start with the Monday nighter. We don't know about the Sunday night game because the Raiders like entire defense is like in quarantine or tracing or whatever you call it now. Um so we're not gonna make a pick on that game. Maybe we'll make a lean later in the show if anybody has one. But let's go to the Monday night game. It is a massive game. Like literally, this game has huge playoff implications. Uh Bucks at home against the Rams, both teams coming off really big divisional wins. Bucks right now are sitting at minus four for the game. The over-under is 48 and a half. I'm going to start with Chris here. Chris, uh, Brady versus Goff, round two.
2: Round two. Things
0: are, uh, well, a little different,
2: but uh not as high I'm, stakes. Not quite, not quite. But it is a high-stakes game. You know, it it's not Super Bowl. But again, this this could be, you know, this could be huge when it comes to that number one seed, which is even bigger this year because it's the only one that gets by. Um, I'm I'm Probably going to get screwed over on this, but I'm leaning Rams plus four, especially you get that they could stay within a field goal, keep it close. They have a really good defense. Obviously Aaron Donald is freaking Aaron Donald. Um, so I do like the Rams to be able to kind of get some pressure on Brady. We saw what happened when you do with that Saints-Bucks game. Saints were able to get some pressure on Brady and then things didn't go quite as well. And I like McVeigh. You know, Matt mentioned this thing last week or two weeks ago where he always has a scheme. He's always got something planned and he can always look at any team and have a scheme ready to go. So I think I like the Rams to keep this close. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks win by a field goal, but I like the Rams at that four to stay within those couple of points in cover. Matt, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to have to lean the other way here. I think
1: that, um, I, you know, uh, the Rams lost Andrew Whitworth last week. They're their left tackle, mm-hmm. their mainstay on their offensive line. Uh, Andrew, you know, Andrew Goff, sorry, Andrew. Uh, Jared Goff's blindside. Um, and I just think that they're, they're, Offensive strength doesn't match up with what the Bucks do on defense. They have a very good run D, um, and I think that, you know, that's what's been kind of the engine that keeps the Rams going this year. I think Brady has a uh, – I think there's also this narrative about Brady last week in prime – or, you know, when we last saw him getting blown out by the Saints um, on prime time, and everybody, oh, you know, too late after his bedtime. I think there's that kind of narrative going on. So I think he has a big bounce back, and I'd be happy to lay the Bucks here uh, – lay the four with the Bucks here.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I think this is a primetime game in which I'd way rather have Tom Brady than I'd have Jared Goff in a spot like this. I mean, uh again, I think again, they found themselves again in the second half, um, especially after getting embarrassed last week in the second half of that Panthers game, they came out all fires. I think this is a big game for Antonio Brown this week because Jalen Ramsey, you're always know gonna be on Mike Evans. This might mm-hmm. be an Antonio Brown come out party because how did the how did the Patriots in the Super Bowl, you know, pound the Rams is a heavy dose of Julian Edelman? I think if you get Antonio Brown in the slot this week, uh, it's going to be hard for them to stop. It, re- it really will. Uh, again, I think the Andrew Whitworth thing is huge. I think that is a mm-hmm. massive, massive loss for how they run. That that team is so scheme-specific that it really, really damages what they can do offensively. I think the, I think the Rams are in for a world of hurt, especially coming across the country on a Monday night. I, I think this is a Bucks. this could be a blowout for the Bucs, honestly.
1: I agree. I mean, and you, you got to think that some of these, you know, some of those looks at Brady, you know, how much how much film did he study back for that Super Bowl, for, you know, with the Patriots? They must have looked at tons of film on, on you know, how they're calling that defense. Now, obviously, uh, I think they've got a, probably a different DC in there uh, by now. but um, They do, yeah. Yeah, so, but you got to think that Brady's going to recognize some of these looks and what they're trying to do on defense and, and be able to, again, just kind of pick it apart with, again, with the full tray of weapons. Oof.
0: I don't want to play him. I don't want to play him right now. I'll tell you that. Uh, let's go to the number four pick. We're gonna make four picks not just three picks we're Making four picks so gentlemen, put your thinking caps on because this one I mean I love the board but it seems like everybody else is all like yeah what can I do so uh let's start with number four and let's start with Maddie. Well
1: Dan, I could tell you were disgusted by Chris when he said he wouldn't put his money behind the Patriots. I am willing to do so this week um, I'm gonna start off with number four pick New England Patriots Laying two points now, um, it has swung heavily from where the opening line was, where the uh, the Patriots were the underdog. But uh, Insane. currently, currently, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, I was not uh, on top of the lines early this week as I usually am, so I'm glad I missed out on any opportunity for that. But um, yeah, New England minus two. I think Houston is very soft on defense. I think that their their run defense is especially soft, um, and I just think that the Patriots now a little a little you know little mojo going after that big win, obviously playing in that torrential downpour. I mean, both teams playing the rain, yada, yada. We hear that all the time, but um, you know, that definitely helped them beat the Ravens, I think a little bit, but I think Houston is just soft. Um, you know, to, uh, Deshaun Watson's one and two against, uh, against uh, Belichick in his career so far. I think that he knows how to contain them, even though the defense hasn't been as stellar as they usually are, but yeah, uh, give me, give me the, the Patriots is here. This just feels like a spot for me.
0: Well, I'm, I'm just going to say that I love that pick. I love that pick, Matt, Chris, what's number four?
2: Number four for me is I see Aaron Rodgers getting points. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers
0: getting points. Ooh, at number four.
2: At number four, just because I know I was mean you know, a lot of people for some reason really like the Colts in this matchup, and I know a lot of it's five because of their defense. And I, I really was almost I was like, oh well, the money's kinda you know, more of the bets are on the uh, are on the, the Packers. Let me see, I got it right here. Our friends at action network, sixty-one percent of the bets on the Packers, but 59% of the money's on the Colts. So maybe the Shots guys know something that I don't, but I just, if this is close, I don't trust Phillip Rivers to, to do what he needs to do. And I like Aaron Rodgers, you know, you got Devontae Adams back and he's playing well. So give me, uh, give me the Packers plus two and a half against the Colts. I, I would be remiss if I was sitting there on Sunday and saw the, the Packers winning and I realized that I didn't take them with the points. So uh, I'm doing that just to save myself on Sunday.
0: The rare 4.30 kickoff in Indianapolis with Aaron Rodgers there. Uh, that one I will never bet. I don't think I can bet the Colts at, at all for the rest of the year. I just – I can't do it because I just don't know what Philip Rivers is going to do. It freaks me out. Yeah. Um, I,
1: yeah. I, I, I swore him off weeks ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's where I'm at with him. Uh, number four is a really ugly one and nobody's going to like it, but I'm going to take it because I think it's contrarian. Uh Fly, Eagles, fly. I'm taking the Eagles, plus three in Cleveland. I think that this is a good spot for them. I think Cleveland is massively overrated, even though we won with them in the survivor pool last week. Uh, I'm very angry at them as well. That might contribute to this. But the way the Eagles got embarrassed last week, they gave up 150 yards on the ground to the Giants, but 65 of those were to Daniel Jones scrambling around. I think it was a little overinflated. Rumors of Zach Ertz coming back this week. Should help things offensively. We were should because it's all on Dougie P. It's not on Carson anymore. They couldn't convert a third down. It's on Doug Peterson calling the right plays because he just refuses to run the football with Miles Sanders back. So hopefully they're able to do that. The Browns have are way overrated in the uh, efficiency ratings as far as run defense goes. I think that's going to be a big issue. And I think Schwartz is going to come after Baker. I think Schwartz is going to come after Baker hard hard. And try to really confuse them. The Eagles are good against the run with that defensive front. I just think this is a good spot for the Eagles. I think they went outright plus three. I I just I like
1: it. No, Dan, I love that pick. I, I I've been looking at the Eagles. They're not on my board here for this week, but I I do really like that pick. I think that what you said about Schwartz, they're gonna they're gonna be able to with their D line. What they can do is you know contain that very you know that attack of run game that uh, Houston or sorry Cleveland leans on. Um and then be able to get after Baker in those third and long situations they could get into. It's just about Wentz not pooping his pants and turning it over too many times, basically. Oh,
0: that that is like that's your there. that's
1: your Achilles heel, obviously. That can always happen when you bet the Eagles.
0: I, I have to trust him, but he's turning into Philip Rivers. Like he really is. Like, him and Daniel
1: Jones, yeah. Like, like that was like they're just
0: room. a mirror image of each other. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> horrible. Uh, number three, Chris.
2: Number three. Matt, I like your pick of New England against Houston, but instead I'm taking the over 49. Ooh. Also, maybe a sprinkle a little on whatever the over is for Damian Harris's rushing yards. The Texans, like. the Texans have an absolutely horrendous defense. It just can't stop the run at all. And the Pats defense hasn't quite been what we expected. I think Stephon Gilmore is not playing up to expectations of where he was last year. I like the Sean Watson to be able to scramble around and be able to work some magic to get some points and get us over that 49 number. Uh, so give me the Pats and the Texans over 49. Wow. Also, wow. Damien Harris over rushing yards.
0: The, the the ability to run, that that scares me a little, though. The clock will be running, I feel like. But Houston doesn't really run the ball at all, do they? I mean, no. they really don't.
2: If David no. Johnson, I don't think he's even playing, I think
0: he's hurt. Uh, Duke Johnson will be starting. The other D Johnson. The other Johnson. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, I'll go with number two here uh, or number three rather I just I don't want to bet against this team because I know a lot of people are just based on the fact of what has happened to them but I don't think I would bet against, I don't think I would not bet on the Falcons even if Breeze was playing so I'm going to take the Falcons plus four I, oh. I, I I, even if Breeze was playing I think I would take the Falcons this game is always close Always close. The Falcons are coming off a bye. They are 3-1 and since firing Dan Quinn. Calvin Ridley should be back this week, more than likely be back this week. And here's a funky stat that I didn't know. You know that in the last six meetings against the Falcons, Alvin Kamara has not scored a touchdown. Uh, I think that's kind of a testament to just the Falcons understanding New Orleans. I actually got this number at plus 5 earlier in the week. It's down to plus 4. I'm much more comfortable at plus 5. But, and if you can find it higher than that, do it. But I think Atlanta, this is going to be a game where it's going to be super close. I don't even know if they win, but I'm going to count on the fact that Jameis is going to turn the ball over. I just, I am going to count on that fact. He is what he is. We know who he is. And Ryan Clark's an idiot for saying that it would be the most electric offense that the Saints have had in years with Jameis Winston. So that's just (laughs) my point of view. Uh, Atlanta plus four.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, just just picking Atlanta makes your skin crawl. I understand. No, I like it's so. just like it's just it just feels yucky. Um, but I think you're on the right side. I don't know. We'll have to see. I do I, 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 mean, I like the pick. I feel like, like you not, have a better
0: pick coming here.
1: I'm not man enough. Well, I'm I'm gonna have to just. I, this is not a better pick. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a better pick. But we are going to take. If you if you saw this. Uh, the the young quarterback for the Chargers.
0: Oh, even younger.
1: Looks even younger. Looks even more like a, a third grader with his new haircut this week, which is is kind of gone viral. Um, and he looks so bad, but man, is he going to look good against the New York Jets? And that's why we are going to lay nine and a half points. Ooh. Nine and a half points with the Chargers. This is we're getting crazy town here. Sam Darnold's not even playing. It's Joe Flacco and Frank Gore. Still, they had. An unbelievable game against the Patriots. Dan, I don't know what happened to that game that they were able to succeed so much.
0: Um, The Patriots played some of the worst secondary I've ever seen. Jason McCourty should give his salary back, and Devin McCourty should retire for convincing him to come back and play for the Patriots. But that's just me.
1: Thank you. We need to get back to the 20 plus point lines that we had for this team. It's the same damn team. I know this was against the Chiefs and this is against the Chargers, who can't seem to win a, a tight game, but three games in a row now, they have not covered the spread. And these, like, in these just absolute heart- heartbreaking games, I think that they air this out. Herbert has just like one of the best deep balls I've ever seen, I feel like. And this Jets defense can't stop it. They're good on the run. They are The Chargers can't run for crap, so they are going to air it out all game long. I think 9.5 points is not a problem. I think Bosa and Ingram going after Flacco all game, like they're not going to be able to move the ball in offense. They're going to have so much pressure on him, it's going to be insane. I don't think this is going to be close enough for Anthony Lynn to mess it up with a coaching decision. Um, I just think that they're going to air it out on him. So lay the 9.5, I think people have gotten high on the Jets, which is crazy to me.
0: I have the Jets plus nine and a half.
2: On Go ahead. Go ahead. Nine and a half. I, Go I, ahead. The I roster of the
0: Chargers it. is good enough. The roster I, of the Chargers is good enough. I hate it, but, but the Chargers have such a good roster, yet they're two and seven. Like, tell me why. Like, I, I, There's something actually wrong with the team. It is coaching, yes, but to me, I, I, if there's one game this season – that the Jets are going to get up for, it's this game, because this is their only opportunity to win. And maybe I'm crazy, and maybe they are trying to lose on purpose. Like, that's like very well in the realm of possibility of things that could be real. But I just think that, like, in the NFL, players are just too proud to just lay down that badly. And especially against the Chargers, who just have zero understanding on how to play football with a lead. And yes, Herbert has looked good. But if this is going to sound crazy, I think Greg Williams can do some things against him that is going to confuse him. That sounds crazy. It sounds bananas. I get it. And I am going to stick with it because I think that the Jets getting nine and a half points, I grabbed it at 10 uh, earlier, like I just think that that is too many points to lay with the Los Angeles Chargers. I just, I, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, they're a great roster. Great, win a game, like not against somebody not named the Jaguars and Bengals. Like, sorry, this 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 roster currently constructed should be a division challenging roster, and they're one of the most underachieving teams I've seen. That I, I don't care that Flacco was in the game. I think this could be a Flacco. I'm betting on Flacco Magic. Eliteness from Joe, Joe Flacco in LA because the Chargers are just going to think coming into this game, they're going to say, Oh, thank God. Now we get the Jets. Like, this is going to be great. Like, we're going to win this game, and the Jets are going to keep it close. And I'm going to take the points. I'm not taking the Chargers with nine and a half points. That does not compute in my brain. Jets.
1: Nope. Great. Yeah. No. You and Greg Williams, you go ahead and you take that. <laughs> and you take that. The Jets, the Jets right now, according to Action Network, um, in a very low bet game, so this is not sharp money. Um, this is just the deep of the deep. And people are just fading the Chargers. 60% of the bets and 71% of the money are on the Jets. You go ahead. You take the well-favored and very public Jets and Greg Williams, and we'll see you on Monday. I will. I'm I will,
0: so and, I will feel, and I'll be sweating. Imagine having me and you are going to have to sweat the Chargers and the Jets. Think about how we're going to have to feel. Like mm. on Sunday at four o'clock. This is a four o'clock game. Like, oh
1: if, if bars were open, were the person at the bar saying, No, 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 I need this TV, don't turn that off.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: so, so glad cool. it's on the record that Dan has been on the Jets.
0: I, I somebody had tennis. to do it. Somebody had to be have the balls enough to do it this year. And I'm it's gonna be that one. Didn't All I do right. it a
1: few weeks ago? I don't know. I, I might not have, have I might mind. not have I might not have committed to it.
0: I might have <laughs> I might have said um, sprinkle the money way. line.
2: Well, against Chris, the uh, Chiefs?
0: Chris, keep us sane. Give us a sane pick. Oh,
2: you want to know a great pick? Yeah. We'll stay in the AFC West. We're going to take Miami Mind at 3.5 against Denver. Oh, boy. Ooh. Denver's bad. Guys, Denver's bad. Like I, I you, you see what a horrendous Raiders front seven did to that offensive line? Drew Locke was set out to to dry by Denver. I mean, he looked horrendous. And Miami defense has actually been playing really quite well this year. And I love how Tua has looked at these last few games. He's provided a real spark on that offense, and I think he has a tremendous future. And I just don't see what Denver's going to be able to do on offense. I mean, Drew Locke looks horrendous, and he got absolutely destroyed against Las Vegas. And I you, you I would know. Las Vegas has a horrendous defense. I think Miami could blow out Denver. I think this could be the exact repeat of last week for the Broncos.
0: I mean, that. That game is so weird because you've got the Dolphins on a five-game win streak, going into Denver. It's like Denver's Denver's another weirdo team that like pulls weird stuff. Like I was thinking about Miami, but like the sharp play is obviously Denver. You you, you can't deny that. I just don't feel comfortable taking the Broncos either. It's just it's I can't.
1: I am totally with you, Chris. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I watched that entire game last. I mean Drew Locke. He looked lost. He, I mean he is not an NFL quarterback. Ready? Let's all right, I'm ready. We need a quarterback this draft. Remember I mean, right, this is done. Like throw him out.
2: Remember throw when you guys Trevor were and, so excited and Brock Osweiler? You guys and are everybody else for Drew Lock this year. And I was like, "Guys, he played four games in the NFL. Let's wait and see what he does." Dan MVP. bet on for MVP.
0: <laughs> I have a seventy to one ticket for Drew Locke.
2: Drew Locke, Listen again. He had a solid four games, whatever it was, last year. He has. He he doesn't always do it. I mean, he he's gonna be a career backup. he's probably gonna make decent money. He's probably gonna make a lot more money than all of us combined. But he is not a starting NFL quarterback. He, I mean, he looked lost. He he couldn't do anything right. And uh, again, Miami has a better defense than, than Vegas. I was just saying, so, Chris, Chris, you
1: are underselling. You said the Miami defense is playing pretty good. They are playing I awesome. awesome. I mean, yeah. They're playing great. Like they are gonna. I, I don't understand. This line is is very much people not wanting to believe in the Dolphins. That's what it is. Brian Flores has this defense playing out of its mind. They are very good. I think it's just. I really think it's people aren't ready to believe in it yet. That's all it is.
2: Yeah. No, is, I. It's his name. This is a bit this should be a big win for Miami which makes again for the Raiders that game huge against the Chiefs not only for the division but with this wild card uh and again we're looking forward to Miami Raiders week 16 Uh-oh. um I like Miami to have a shot at, one winning this game and two making the playoffs and three competing for that division uh against Absolutely. the Bills especially Absolutely. with the loss last week uh, we talked about a bunch already against Arizona
0: Absolutely um I I is Matt uh, is that your number one pick or are we like?
1: That's my number. That's my number two.
0: Oh, that's your number two. Okay.
1: That's my number two.
0: All right. Well, do we have a number one then? I mean, unless we missed one.
1: Did you give your?
0: You got you number I have a number one. Oh, Chris. Well, well Chris like, is a number one. Share. Go. <laughs> go for
2: it. My number one is the Minnesota Vikings,
0: Who? in
2: seven against the horrendous Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, I believe, has the 31st ranked rush defense in the NFL. You know who the Minnesota Vikings have? They have Dalvin Cook. Cook. And Dalvin Cook is going to be cooking against the Cowboys. Again, like I said with the Damian Harris, maybe I just take whatever the over is on the Dalvin Cook rushing yards in this. I, I don't even care what it is. Um, And again, I just don't see how Dallas is going to do anything. How are they going to score? How are they going to stop Dalvin Cook? They shouldn't even be in this game. You know, Minnesota is also fighting for a chance to be in the playoffs and fighting for a chance in this division. And this is going to play a huge role in there if they can come out with a big win against Dallas. So give me the Vikings minus seven against the hapless Dallas Cowboys.
0: You know, it's funny. Uh, I think that the – I actually kind of lean Cowboys in that game, oddly enough. I I don't know why. I just lean that way. I probably won't take it, but we'll see. I don't know. Um my number one is very simple. Uh and I'm not gonna not gonna be uh, you know, a lot of explanation for it because how many uh look, I love Houston. Houston's a great place, baby. I love it. How many Super Bowls has Houston given me? A million. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm gonna have a Sam Adams Oktoberfest and it's going to be great, and uh, the Patriots are going to win probably by 16 points, and it's going to be fantastic. Again, I think you made a, a great point in the rush defense. You know the uh, Texans are the 32nd-ranked rush defense and rush per game? Uh, soft. Uh, the, the state defense. of Texas
2: can't stop the run.
0: Horrible, horrible. soft. Uh, and if you look at Deshaun Watson's numbers, too, they are completely, completely inflated. Uh, if you look at them, he's like second in the league in yards per attempt. But if you take out the divisional games, he's like 15th. Like, and that was against Tennessee and two wins against Jacksonville. And, again, they're just so overinflated garbage. And they suck and they blow. And it's a uh, kit show only. on um, The Patriots are going to wipe the floor. Uh, so minus 2.5 Patriots, or minus 2 now, which is fantastic. I actually grabbed it at minus 1.5, thank God. But uh, I love it. I love the Patriots. That's number one. First time this season. Pats get number one from me. So, Matty, I'm very curious.
1: Well, thought we couldn't get grosser um, than our Chargers and Jets game. Well, we're getting pretty gross. And we are going, I for the first time this year, shockingly, we're backing our man, Joey Covers, and the Cincinnati Bungles versus the football team and it has nothing to do with their defense we've talked about their defense all year when we take the football team and they probably have not covered for any single one of us anytime that we've backed them up and and and, and cheered them on um it's because of Alex Smith and their offense and that I mean their offense they just can't do anything it, it's it's just they have nothing going on the bank You have to move the ball down the field I think could do is electric um uh, so give me joey covers the cover machine plus two points against the football team
0: uh that's one of my favorite picks you've ever made i i absolutely i, I and i that was like very close to being my number four pick because i just i don't know why the Bengals are underdogs like it doesn't like, make any sense to me i, I mean that their
1: defense is bad and their offensive line is bad but again now you know so yeah they've traded off their veteran guys you've got now hungry players trying to make a roster for next year, trying to prove themselves. This is These are when those bad teams kind of can start to, you know, this part of the season really trying playing for next year. I mean, obviously, the, like, Washington, you know, is their bad team, but they're still kind of in it because of their division. Like, they can still win. Uh, we're going to pick divisions a little bit, a little teaser. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, they don't have the motivation I think the Bengals do as far as, like, these younger guys just trying to, like, get some experience and get some, get some wins for – and a, a positive energy team, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I completely, I'm, I'm completely right there with you. You know, a, a guy that I've really been impressed with is T. Higgins. I mean, talk about oh, him, just has been worth every so good. Penny, every penny. Uh, he's open every play, literally every single play. And I thought he was going to be more of a possession receiver. He's fantastic. I mean, really good. And and even the Bengals defense has been improving, like over this year. Washington is improving too but with Alex Smith out there it's just it's hard man like i he, i think that was his glory right there on Sunday and they just obviously couldn't get it done um by the way what did everybody think did anybody see a Tlaib in the booth on that game Detroit and Washington terrible oh i loved it oh, I no i didn't. i didn't hear
2: him it was oh, terrible.
0: I thought I thought he was van. I thought it was great. He just basically talked crap the entire time. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, um, but no, I love the Bengals pick. I I think that one's probably going to be one that I actually have by Sunday, and we'll be sweating the Bengals and the Jets. So
1: uh, I'm realizing who I have. Outside of our pick for the Monday night game, I have the Bengals, the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. What a lineup!
0: You got like you got like uh, you're watching a lot of a f c east games this week I, <laughs> I have like
1: seven combined wins God.
0: i love it that's where you that's where you find the hidden diamonds in the rough my friends uh any other leans from anybody chris
2: uh you know not really like i said i'm, I'm with matt i don't get how you love this board um uh-huh. I don't want to give too much on a Raiders Raiders Chiefs if they play, just because I'm a little bit biased. In case you're both in my hatred of the Chiefs and my love for the Raiders, well, I would say I think if that game is really you know over a touchdown, just based on the divisional matchup, uh, I wouldn't mind taking it. But you have to keep in mind uh, if that game doesn't get moved. I mean, the Raiders defense has not gotten a lot of reps, so keep an eye on it. But yeah, other than that, I I do not like the sport.
0: Okay. All right. Matt, any lanes for you?
1: Well, I'd say just for that game, I mean, I I still would lean Kansas City probably up to the eight points, which we've seen. It's kind of like flashed back on a little bit and then went off and back on as, as we're recording. But um, uh, yeah, it's, some stats. I would definitely take the Chiefs, Chiefs in this one. Obviously, they lost the first game. That felt like a perfect letdown spot um, for the Raiders to take advantage. But Chiefs off a of bye when Andy Reid has an extra week to prepare for 74 um, on the road against the spread. 39-19-1 to uh, 32% return on investment there. And um, in division, the Chiefs are 29-15-1 and one under Andy Reid uh, against the spread, which is a 29% ROI. So um, I would definitely lean Chiefs in this game, especially in a primetime game.
0: Love it. Love it. Um, if this game was on the board as a day game, uh, it would probably be my number one. Uh, I'd be on the Chiefs all day, and if the game comes up, I will be on the Chiefs. Uh, It's more specifically for the defense, actually. Um, If you look at them from last year to this year, through their first nine games, in opponents' points per game, last year they were 18th at this time. Now they're 6th this year. Uh, Defensive efficiency, last year at this time, 19th. Right now they're 7th. Points per drive, last year at this time they were 22nd. Right now they're 8th. Um, I I just think they're playing so much better defensively than they were last year. I think Gruden running victory laps around the arrowhead does not help matters last time uh, I thought that was a little interesting it's the only game where Mahomes had an interception uh, I think he's going to come out of the woods firing on all cylinders I think they've absolutely rolled this team I think they roll him. Uh I don't hate the over either at 56 and a half or whatever it is at now I, I think that is probably a good one I think that 38 to 20 is is right around where I'm feeling this game is I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to give a lot of points in this game. I I, I really do. They're going to have to run the ball really well. And I think the Chiefs are going to be able to stop it now with Chris Jones healthy and everything. So, I like the Chiefs. And I do like one more. Uh, I actually really like the Steelers this week. I know it's. Oh. A big, I know it's a big number, um, but I think that the Steelers in Jacksonville, um, the way they're treating it this week and. You know, talking about how this isn't a Big Ten team playing a MAC team and all this different stuff. Like, you know, I think the Raiders just – or the Steelers, rather, are just a team that just puts their head down and goes to work. And the reason why Jacksonville has been successful the last couple weeks is their run game and James Robinson. I think they're going to have a really hard time doing it this week. I Just the the front of the Steelers is just going to be very difficult for Jacksonville. And Mr. Luton is – I don't know if he's – I don't know if he playing this week, I'm assuming. Um, but uh, I just don't see him doing anything against the Steelers. I think it's more of a defensive thing for the Steelers. They'll blow out the Jag- Jaguars, get on that plane, get out of Duval as soon as possible, and get back up to uh, up to PA. I-, I actually like the ten and a half number, even even up to that. I think they win by at least two touchdowns in this game.
1: Uh, I would have to go against you on that one. I just think I know it's like the Jags have kind of been like this crazy team. They're they kind of been covering recently, but it does feel like there's been regression coming for the Steelers and, and you know, they're nine and oh and, and this is a Tomlin letdown spot. Uh, I mean, you saw when they didn't cover as far as um, his record covering against double digit underdogs, especially on the road. Um, you saw it earlier, a couple couple weeks ago with the Cowboys, they came out flat. They didn't even come close to covering 14 points. They were favored by. So um, I can kind of see the same thing happening here with this spot. I just feel like this is a letdown spot, you know, maybe, you know, it's, we're getting into November, but it might have a muggy day down in Jacksonville, and everybody's a little tired and a little sluggish for the, the Steelers. But, you know, sneak out a win, but maybe not cover the full 10.5. Yeah,
0: I'm seeing 72 degrees. So it, I, I think it's in Jacksonville on Sunday. So that's comfortable weather. I, I think the difference between the Steelers and that Cowboys game and this game is that that was really a, I mean, it's a national TV game, like primetime in Dallas. Like, this is going out of Jacksonville and ja- I, Jacksonville does not have the horses, the Dallas, like Dallas is bad, but they have really good talent down there. I, I just, I think this is kind of a mismatch, but that's why they play the game.
1: Yeah. As a Jaguars were one of my other picks. I was thinking about throwing in there and there's a reason I left them out because it's ugly.
0: <laughs> it's ugly. It's ugly. Uh, okay guys. Um, before we do the specials, Let's do a little brain exercise in two words or less. Give me the winners of every division. Start with the AFC, and we'll start with Matt.
1: The AFC, I mean, we're going to have to go with – so start with the East. Yeah. The, the Patriots. Two words of Bill Belichick.
0: Wow. Wow. I am stunned that somebody said it. I am we'll, go, we'll, go, we'll go nuts. We'll go nuts right off the start. I love that. Okay. Uh, East, um, East Patriots and the other ones?
1: Um, The North, we're still going to stick with um, the Steelers. I mean, I had them in the preseason as far as beating the Ravens out. They've already got the tiebreaker. So, as much as, you know, I think they're going to struggle with the Jaguars this week. In the same breath, I will say that I think they're going to win the division. Um, hmm. South I'm going to stick with the Colts. I think that their defense is going to get them there um, over the line. Oh, it, it, the two words is going out the window as I realize that I'm just babbling after everyone. Um, and then <laughs> uh, West Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, two words.
0: Chris, the AFC.
2: The AFC. I'm not going to be crazy like Matt and take the Patriots in the division right now. Come on. But I am going to go with the Miami Dolphins. I think they'll win this division. I think they're really trending in the right direction. And I think the Bills are trending in the opposite direction of them. So give me give me the Dolphins to win that division. When it comes to the South, I'm gonna I really want to take the Titans, but I just can't trust them. Like I just don't know where they're standing at and, and whether they're a good team or not. So I'm gonna go with the Colts based on them having an absolutely phenomenal defense. A uh, Steelers obviously in the North. I don't I don't think that the Ravens have really much of a chance that with how the Steelers are playing and the fact that they have already lost one game to them. And then my craziness I'm gonna take the Raiders to win the West just just, yeah. just to put put that energy <laughs> out there. And hey, again, you know, I know you guys don't like them to win uh, on Sunday night, but it, I mean, that's huge if they win that game. the Four zero in the division, and two and zero against the Chiefs, and they've done it before in Arrowhead, so it's not not impossible. Uh, so give me give me the give me the Raiders just to put that energy out there, winning the AFC West.
0: Uh, for all intents and purposes, I want to take the Patriots so bad, and I just I can't do it because I just know them. They're not going to win the division. May, they might. They're definitely making the playoffs. That's going to happen, definitely. But I'm going to take the Bills. I hate taking the Bills, but that that's going to come down to that last game and on week 17, Dolphins and Bills in Buffalo, and I just think the Bills have an advantage there in the last week game of the year. Um, the South. I'm going to take the Titans. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not trusting Fall Rivers. Are you freaking kidding me? This guy's nuts. Uh, I think the Colts are again. Both of those teams are Hornets nests. I'm going with the Titans. Uh, the North. Pittsburgh, and the West Kansas City. Um, the NFC, Chris. In the National Football Conference,
2: uh, the, I mean, the, the, uh, do I start with the West? It's tough right now. As we record, the game is going on with the Cardinals and the Seahawks, and the Seahawks just went up uh, by two scores. So I'm going to go with my gut and trust Seattle, trust Russell Wilson, trust Pete Carroll to be able to pull this out, especially if they can win tonight to kind of even things up with Arizona. In the East, God, the, these are the two hardest divisions. They're gross. I mean, let me go with the Eagles because I guess they're, they're like the safest pick there. Uh, and I just don't I don't want to talk about the NFC East. It's gross. Um, give me the Saints to win the NFC South just based on the fact that they have that that huge tiebreaker over the Bucks, and they're both really trending. They're both trending upwards. But give me the Saints there, and then obviously the Packers in the NFC North. I, don't, I, I you can't convince me otherwise the Packers are not going to run away with that division.
0: Yeah, the Packers are pretty much the easiest pick ever. Uh, I don't know how they weren't the favorite at the beginning of the year. That's mine for the North. Um, the West, I'm still with Seattle. You need experience at quarterback late in the year. I'm not trusting frickin' Goff. And uh, Kyler, I love the Cardinals. I love that story. I want to pick them. But I just think their schedule's a little bit tough down the stretch. And I think they might falter their way. So I'm going to pick Seattle to hopefully get better as the season goes on. Uh, the South. Uh I don't care. I think I don't think the Saints are very good. I like Tampa. I think the Saints will lose some games down the stretch, and Tampa will overtake them. I, I just I, they, both teams have to play Kansas City down the stretch. They both have divisional games. I just I, I like Tampa, and uh, the East. Ugh.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> Eagles, I guess. I mean, the Giants. I think have a really good chance. Like I think the Giants have a really good chance to win that division. But I'll say Eagles just for the next purposes. Matt.
1: All right. We're going to get back to the two-word thing that Dan wanted to do. I'm I'm going to get it here. No, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Uh, We're going to start with the West. Uh, We're going to take the Rams. Game planning. Uh, The South, we're going to go with the Bucks Winning. Pedigree. Uh -uh. NFC North. uh, We're going to take the Packers. Bad man. (laughs) And for the East, we're going to take the Dallas Cowboys. Why
0: not? Oh, my God. Why not? That's a great one. <laughs> oh, my sweet Lord. I hope it happens because that's a Super Bowl pick. And we need – like, can you imagine if we get this? Like, this, this would be an all-time online- – They'll
1: get in. They're going to get to the, the NFC – the, the conference finals and it's going to be the <laughs> NFC championship game and it's just going to be like, oh my God, this could happen.
0: They're going to play like – they're going to like beat the Bucks in the NFC title game. With I mean, God
1: knows who for a, at quarterback.
0: Like, unbelievable. Like Andy Dalton has to – gets hurt and comes in and, and Nucci comes back in and saves us all. They're going to come Nucci. off the bye.
1: They're going to come off the bye and they're going to be running a wildcat with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard that you've never seen before.
0: I feel like Ben DiNucci is going to like provide us all the vaccine for the coronavirus and, yes. and be the biggest champion of 2020. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. All right, let's like, make uh, the specials. we got Cardell
2: Jones coming in again for yeah. Ohio State.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right, like Cardell Jones. Uh, let's make the specials. Chris is super, super of the week.
2: Super, super of the week. Uh, well, we've had a, a rough, rough few weeks with the supers. <laughs> but we're going to stick with what we've got on the board right now. We're going to take Miami. Uh, plus seven and a half against them. We're gonna take the Vikings plus three against Dallas. We're gonna take the Packers plus twelve against the Colts, and that's all I got.
0: Okay, that's all I you need to know. Uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, the um Survivor Danny, Survivor Danny. It is a very difficult week because we have used a lot of teams, um, but we haven't used one. Technically, we used New England earlier. Technically. Um, if you didn't do that, I would do that this week. But I actually rather you take Miami. So I think Miami at Denver is the one that we would use. Again, if you haven't used Pittsburgh, now would be the time to use it. Uh, if you haven't used – I'm trying to look at – just don't – like people are going to want to take the Chargers. Just – I know like it seems like that. To me, I just – I know Maddie is definitely would be on it, but I am not there with the Chargers. So uh, my official pick is going to be Miami – over Denver for the survivor, and now, ladies and gentlemen, presenting his eleventh magic trick of the year, Maddie's magic moneyline parlay.
1: Well, we're one for eleven, which are not odds <laughs> that you want to be having, but. I feel like we actually have the chance to bet a couple good teams this week. We do. One good team we're betting on is going to be the Green Bay Packers at plus 110 on the money line against the Colts. Um, again, I, I just don't know if the Colts are going to be able to hold up um, with their defense. I think they're going to be behind. Rodgers is going to get them up early, and Philip uh, Irv is going to have to throw the ball, and I think that's going to be a problem. Um, and then, Dan, I'm going to go – you know, you said about the Chargers and stuff and me, but I'm going to back you, and I'm going to take the Eagles here against the Browns. Plus three, I think they have a really good chance. Again, I think I like their matchup very much. They're plus 140. That's going to give you a plus 404 on the money line, the magic money line parlay of the week. So I I feel good about these chances.
0: That is a fantastic one. I think that that one, I thought maybe for a second you were going to throw Cincinnati in there, but I like the Packers even better. Uh, That is a really, really good. If this one doesn't hit, I don't know.
1: uh, coming off of two one in four weeks i mean we need a money line parlay
0: (laughs) we need it for the lungs my friends uh if you look at the records after week 10 your boy danny redhots 28 and 20 matty ice 22 25 and and 1 Super chris is 22 25 and 1 so you guys are we gotta be better chris right yeah you know again we all
2: started out super hot those first what five six seven weeks and it's it's We've been coming back down to earth, Matt, I think since we both had our 5-0 and o weeks, uh, we were living on that for a little too long. <laughs> we were. We, we, we got lazy on our morals. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh,
1: There you we'll go. Sit on those 5-0 weeks.
0: <laughs> well, I, I can sniff one out this week. I feel like this is going to be a really good – the feng shui is right for football this week. Uh, guys, awesome job. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week on the Sunday card. You can listen to us every sun, uh, Saturday rather at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Sports Country Radio. That's at sportscountry.net. And if you miss all three of those shows, don't even worry because we'll be back on Sunday at 11 a.m. on the same network, Sports Country Radio. That's sportscountry.net. Follow us on Twitter at the Sunday Card for all of our picks in case you do miss those shows. And we will put them out before the Sunday night game as well and before the Monday night game as well. We hope you all have a
2: wonderful weekend and enjoy the football this Sunday.